Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today Members Podcast on the 4th of September. It is, of course, Monday. Henry away at the moment, so I am working Mondays and happy to today. We're having a good day today. We've been up 63 points at best. We're sort of wilting up 37 at the moment. Resources leading the way up 1.67%, and that's with BHP up 2.3%, Rio up 2%, Mineral Resources up 3%, and Liontown Resources resources up 9.2% trading at $2.86 they have received a final and unanimously agreed bid at $3 the Liontown board accepting the bid and the share price is sitting there for at 286 some people might wonder why does the share price not go to $3 well it doesn't go to $3 because there are still certain things that could go wrong if a nuclear bomb blew up the New York Stock Exchange next week everything goes on hold so there is still the chance of a slip between cup and lip and there's also the time value of money if you have to wait for a few months to get your three dollars then that's worth a few cents as well so sitting at two dollars 86 that has prompted me to update the 12 million dollar man article this of course is the viral article i wrote in 2021 when i got an email from one of our members who said that he had attended one of my education seminars in Perth in, was it 2010? And I had explained the one-stock portfolio technique, which is the idea, and it's only an idea, the idea that if you had to sell the whole of your super fund and put it in just one stock, what would you do? And of course, the answer is, well, you'd make sure you knew everything about that stock, wouldn't you? You'd read all the announcements, you'd read the annual report, you'd watch it on the open, you'd watch it on the close, you'd get used to its trading behavior, its announcement rhythm, you'd look up its management, you'd check their track record, you'd be sitting outside the CEO's house at night with a pair of binoculars if you were going to put all your money in one stock. So the question was, why aren't you doing that already? And I have said for some time that holding 20 stocks, especially just because they are big stocks with brand names, holding 20 stocks but ignoring them and not knowing much about them is probably more risky than holding one stock you know everything about and are happy to hold. So armed with this story, by the way, when I first wrote this story, the one stock portfolio, I was working at Patterson's and Patterson's approached me. All my articles used to go in The Age and the Sydney Morning Herald on a Saturday afternoon, sorry, Saturday newspaper. And they approached me on Monday morning and said, we'd like you to put in a disclaimer, which says at the bottom of all your articles that this does not represent the view of Patterson Securities chickens. Anyway, it's a great concept, if not, and it's not a recommendation. But this this Marcus Today member heard that story in 2010, wrote me an article, wrote me an email, sorry, in 2021, saying that I attended your education lecture in 2010, and I had $185,000. I just thought that I didn't need, and I just thought, well, I'll do the one-stock portfolio thing, and I bought Kidman Resources. Some years later, it was taken over by Wes Farmers, and it was up to $800,000 and I was supposed to pay off some debt. But I decided, no, I won't do that. What 
what I'll do, I'll go again. And he bought Lion Town Resources. Anyway, when he wrote to me in mid 2021, the Lion Town Resources share price was 61 cents. And he wrote, as of today, that $185,000 is worth $12 million. Well, today, Lion Town Resources have received their, what looks like their final bid from Albemarle at $3. And that makes our $12 million man the $58 million man. And if you thought that was good, the chairman, Ian Goida of Lion Town Resources, has 329 million shares. That makes him worth 989 million. If only they'd held out for $3.04, Tim Goida would be a billionaire. But there you go. Putting all your money in one stock is obviously not recommended, but it does highlight, and you will see a photo in the article It does of the $12 million man with the CEO. It does highlight that you can reduce a lot of risk in even quite risky stocks by knowing what you're doing. $12 million man got to know the CEO, attended all the shareholder meetings, and got comfortable, comfortable enough not to sell at every little setback. And obviously it's paid off. I feel a little bit like a casino owner making a fuss about the winners and ignoring the trail of losers. And of course, that is the stock market way and the casino way where the winners stay and play and make a big noise and get noticed whilst the losers, and there are many more of them, find dark corners to remain anonymous. Anyway, celebrate the winners whilst we have one. The $58 million man. Henry, of course, holds that in the small small cap portfolio. But before we go blowing our trumpet about that, I might point out I am just keeping up to date with the announcements in his portfolio. Leo Lithium LLL. Ministry of Mines suspends one of their operations and the share price is down 47%. And in consultation with my colleagues in Henry's absence, we have decided to sell that on the open today. Need to get some of this red out of the small cap portfolio and I'll let Henry pick up on Leo Lithium when he gets back selling that. Right, what else is going on? In the ideas portfolio, things are looking pretty good today. Mineral resources up 3.1%. That's now up 11.8% in 11 days. Thank you very much. Fortescue Metals gone ex-dividend today and carried most of the dividend. I have, to keep it fair, I've taken the dividend and the franking off the Fortescue Metals purchase price. And that means we're now in the money on Fortescue Metals. It has had a 5% fall on results and a 5 5% fall on Guy de Bell's resignation last week, and it has still managed to recover all that. There's obviously solid buying in resources at the moment. We're up 1.6% now on that. We're up 6.4% on Champion Iron, so all those iron ore stocks doing rather nicely. We're flat on CSL and ResMed down 9.6%, and inherited trade. Thank you for that. <laughs> and uh, Fang and LNAS, the two ETFs we recently bought, both up. 1% or so, waiting for a bit more action out of the US. We need that NASDAQ up. I have still got cash in the strategy portfolio. As I say, at the moment, this peak rates narrative is a hope rather than a confirmed reality at this stage. So haven't really gone in on the strategy portfolio. I am looking for material pivot points in the markets on the strategy portfolio rather than little trades. At the moment, it's a little trade. It has been enough for me to buy BHP in the one stock portfolio. We're up 3.1% on that since we bought it. And that portfolio is now in the money. Our first trade in BHP lost us 1.9%. So we are now in the money on the BHP only portfolio. This, of course, and we've got a Macquarie portfolio.
portfolio as well, a one-stock portfolio. The idea here is that a little bit like the one-stock portfolio idea that the $58 million man has exploited, the idea here is can we just trade Macquarie and can we just trade BHP and make more with less risk than we would just sitting in the market? My contention is we should be able to make a lot more than the average 5 to 10% per annum trading the eyes out of stocks like Macquarie and BHP. BHP regularly has 20, if not 50% moves, and it might have four or five or six of those over a three-year period. So we just need to catch one anyway. Price coming off the bottom, chart looking okay. We're getting it right for the moment, so happy to be in BHP. I haven't yet bought Macquarie. We're still in cash in that portfolio. And notably, Macquarie's not really participating too enthusiastically in this recent rally. It really has been a resources thing, and we are on the right end of that at the moment. Did I say we have BHP going ex-dividend on Thursday, mineral resource going ex-dividend on Friday as well? Bit of anticipation of those dividends probably helping the share price a little bit at the moment. I asked at the weekend if anyone had any recommendations regarding Subaru Outbacks. Thank you very much, members, for your feedback on that. Archie, having bribed me with an acrobatic flight for Father's Day yesterday, and I'm still feeling queasy, I've got to tell you, there will be a video of that coming in a few weeks. Having bribed me is now, or will be later this week, the proud owner of a Subaru Outback. We do love Subarus in our family, so it'll be our third Subaru. Right, what else to mention today? Resources doing rather well. S32 up 2.8%. South 32. I did a stock take on it the other day. South 32 is a stock that is happens to be highly correlated to anything that isn't iron ore in the commodity space. And most obviously to the aluminium price. It's got a very high correlation to the aluminium price. And it has been performing terribly. Everybody is looking for the low on South 32. This recent resources rally is obviously helping. The other thing that's performing quite well at the moment is the energy sector. Santos and Woodside both up today. The oil price had a good night on Friday. Pilbara Minerals up 2% today. They have a dividend coming up, quite a big dividend as well. Henry's threatening to start a Pilbara Minerals only portfolio when he gets back. That share price seems to have a trading range of $3.50 to $5.50, currently $4.79 as it has been heading down recently. But dividend coming up. Other notables, Boral, which was sitting on a 52-week high for quite a while, is now coming off the top. Harvey Norman as well, after their recent results, has been having a solid rally. That's gone from $3.20 in the middle of this year to $4.00. Just coming off the top a little bit today. Other notables, on the back of the lithium excitement, Liontown Resources up 10% today. Allchem is up 3%. Patriot Battery PMT up 7.7%. I see Illumina up 3.8%. Illumina and South32 both going up, suggests the aluminium price is doing something. Talga Group up 8.4%. And Uranium still doing well. You'll notice that the Uranium ETF URNM and the other one, Atom, A-T-O-M, are at 52-week highs. We've got Bannerman Energy up 6.3% today. Paladin up 5.1% today. Boss Energy up 5.3%. Deep Yellow up 6%. So Uranium still flying. Silex up 4.9%. Leo Lithium now down 49%. And there we go. Good day for resources. Fortescue X Dividend. Market behaving itself. 
Waiting for the RBA tomorrow after the CPI number last week. There is absolutely no chance the RBA are going to be raising rates. It's Philip Lowe's last meeting. Michelle Bullock is probably hoping that she's arrived right at the moment. Interest rates peak and we will see. The The suggestion is we won't see a rate rise this RBA meeting or the next RBA meeting, but the one after that could have an interest rate rise. And the speculation is that Michelle Bullock, if she finds the excuse not to raise rates on cup day, will mark the peak of interest rates. We will see US closed tonight, so not much going on tomorrow. I have a presentation to an investment group on not Tuesday, Wednesday morning about 11 o'clock, so probably won't have a member's podcast on Wednesday. That's about that. You have a fabulous day. No reason not to today. We'll be back with the end of day email. We're not doing end of day podcasts in Henry's absence. And that's about that. 